Wait a second. Okay. What, what are you there doing? we go. I don't know. I was trying to set up my our podcast, but oh. I was like all messed up. So oh, just have it like right. up here. I get well, use I need little, like use your little who's it behind your wife. Oh, right. oh, that. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Notice what John has done with his cellular telephonic. No. Oh. What do you do? That's a little shelf. No, 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 no. What, what are you, you doing? A shelf. There? Oh, the shelf? There you go. See but how But the mic's nice. on the bottom. Maybe, oh, maybe I'll turn it on the mic's on the top. It'll be fine. Or turn sideways, maybe. Yeah, but then it's pointing towards you. That's right. Well, we got... Let's just do that. Uh, Gino, we're a little hot in here on the uh, monitor. Ooh, hot monitor. Hot What's monitor? wrong with the monitor? It's a little loud. Where? Distract. Right no, over there. No, it's not. It's distractive. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Why are you being such a little diva? Get off my monitor. Diva. <laughs> oh, come on, Gene. Why I, are you listening to John? Because it's a little distractive and you know, I don't want to get feedback. Oh, Better. big baby. Better. He's just a baby. A little bit. Cool. You're the man, Gene. Good? Yeah. See, he's a professional. Baby. Your thing's on, Trace. What's on? Your thing, if you want to put it on, the, that wire. That wire. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Thanks. <laughs> I forgot. You Thank you. Do what oh, you want to do. You're the best. Teach you When I gotta put this on here. Uh, so, what's yes. up? <laughs> oh, I am just experiencing, shall we say, the uh, the uh, real time fantasy, day in and day out. Why can't I ever figure this out? <laughs> well, oh, the thing you've only done like eighteen times. I know. Oh, hello. Oh, hot Oops. Mic. Hot mic. Hot, hot mic. mic. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm experiencing the fantasy in real life, in real the time. The fantasy of of living. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. The um, fantasy of life? Life is just a fantasy, Tracy. Can you live this fantasy life? I can. Uh, What's going on? Do you here? really want to? Uh, you know. <laughs> it's, so, that's my way of saying I'm living the dream. That was sarcasm, by the way. You're living the dream. Yeah. Aren't we all? No. I told you. You know what? I, I honestly say this. I say, you know, it, it, this is the problem is that. You know, we all want to do something and make like make money doing it and something we love. Right. And it's very hard to either make money and hate your job or love your job and not make money. It's very hard to get the two together. I make a lot of money and I love what I do. Trust me, I'm actively very working hard. on that. Okay. And I, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, if you're like an actor or something, like you're so lucky, you know what I mean? Or a rock star. Even right. though rock stars are always like off in themselves. But I mean, I, I just think... It's pretty amazing. You get paid tons of money to just like be cool. I don't know. Because let me tell you something. Go we ahead. both work in sales. Sales is not really fun. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and you know it what? Can like, be, it can be. It, it can used be. to be. It, right. But things but have changed not. in the world. I'm telling you, when I was in radio sales back in the Dizzy, I, I loved it. Well, I mean, too. I loved selling radio. Let I me loved, tell you what. Loved, and loved, that loved, whole dynamic it. has changed too. What's okay. happened? It's uh, the whole industry has gone uh, askew, you know, 180 degrees out of phase as far as I'm concerned. My uh, my days of uh, upbeat, happy, productive, can-do kind of radio sales and or sales management ended abruptly in about, I'm going to say, February of 2012. Um, I, got, I got from uh, out in uh, North Central Pennsylvania... To uh, here in central New Jersey, with uh, we both work for Greater Media. Yes. And I work for the Outpost of Greater Didn't Media. Did we both work for Intercom too? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, that was that was a, a a hiccup back in 2009 as well. Um, I I just 
I, I felt things going askew, and they really are. They really did. You know, it used to be all about bringing people to product, bringing, bringing ideas to clients, and clients, you know, to ideas. And uh, by extension, you would bring the people to their product. We, as the radio folks, had the people. And the advertisers, the businesses, of course, they had the product. And all of a sudden, you know, it got convoluted. The new media crept in, um, and it's gonna. You know, it's online, it's digital, it's, you know, on your smartphone, it's on, you know, on your tablet, it's on the, uh, the internet, on the computers, and so forth. It's, it's all of it. And in my humble opinion, it began to water it down. But what it also did is once again, and we've had this discussion about other things, it's, it's, it's propagated the Thanksgiving analogy of have some more. May okay. I have some more? Have some? No, no, no. Oh, that's that's your that's um, Oliver. Oh, uh, Oliver Twist hungry and please saying to please, Mr. Sir. Bumble, yes, please, sir, I want some more. Yes, and he ain't getting more. This is this the is. analogy I use. Thank you to James Joseph William Fitzgerald Fitzy from uh, Citadel in, in uh, Northeast PA. It's have some more. You you go you go to your family's Thanksgiving. Okay, you get there for the beginning, say, of the Lions game, whoever the Lions are playing on Thanksgiving. That starts at 1 o'clock. At about 1.32 o'clock... Why the Lions? Because they always play on Thanksgiving. The Detroit Lions? Correct. Always play on Thanksgiving? Every Thanksgiving. They're the early game. I mean, I remember them playing on Thanksgiving, but I didn't know it was every Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving, it's That's them and the Cowboys. I wasn't aware. Lions at Thank 1, you. Cowboys at, at 4. Didn't know. 4:30, and then there's the now there's now the third game in the evening with the varies every oh. year. But anyway, you get you get to your family's Thanksgiving, and at 2:30 or 3 o'clock you have Thanksgiving, and you you eat you know and you eat and, oof wow oof I'm full but you don't eat too much because your best friend said hey listen we're eating at six why don't you stop over oh yeah okay so you get there at about a quarter two sit down at six o'clock. And you have a half a plate, and and you and your your friend says, "Whoa, what are you doing? Have some more." I'm really full. No, no, no. Have some more. And then of course your 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 school pal is having a having a thing for the late game. Yeah, you gotta go there. Uh, at, 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 at like eight o'clock. And of course they're now they're trotting out the leftovers that they that they had at two fifteen. So you gotta have some more. I don't want any more. Have some more. This is what has happened. We had, in my case, I'm going to use where I was, I had W-I-L-Q-F-M, W-L-Y-C-A-M in Williamsport. And that's what there was. The Q was, and still is, the dominant um, hot country out in that area, and it works well for that hot area. Country. It works real well. And uh, the C, as we called it, W-L-Y-C for Lycoming County, uh, was, uh, was like standards, you know, like, like older folks' music back then. And we sold, you know, there's an older contingent out there. It's an older population. So we did quite well with it. Then you fast forward, all of a sudden, about 1999, 2000, you got this uh, Internet thing that's really taken off and all this business. And then all of a sudden it's 2010, 11, 12, and it's... And it's now, and it's this, and it's like, have some more. You got the internet, have some more. You got digital, have some more. You've got some other stuff, have some more. And you know what? What? You can only do so much. There's only so many hours in the day. That, to me, is when radio marketing and sales, so to speak, jump the shark. 
jump the shark. I love that. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Have a digital team. You know? Have an online Well, they have team. that now. Well, not always. Not everywhere. Well, I know at, at uh, iHeartRadio they do. Well, and, and you know, the, the big thousand pound gorilla, of course they do because they. they they're iHeartRadio. Well, there you go. Formerly Clear Channel. Of course. But of course. to me, of course. Of course. Um, it all started getting too convoluted, and as a seller and or a manager, it was okay, we're, we're doing this. Oh, now we're going to do this, have some more. Oh, now we're going to do this, have some more. And now we're going to do some oh, events. You got to put on these Fakakta events every couple, few, few months. Oh, have some more. No! I don't want to have some more. Mm. So you know what? As of about June, no, October of 2014. Juno. Juno, man. Juno. As of uh, late October 2014, done. I was done with it yeah. after uh, after nearly 30 years. I understand. I'm out. So going back to what I was saying. Sorry. Sales sucks. Yeah. <laughs> You know. you know, you know what it is. It's corporate America. It's just corporate anything course, corporate. I just, you know, I don't understand it because you know I left a company that was so corporate and had so many issues, and then I go to another place and just it doesn't change. I mean, it just you. I think it's it's just. I think maybe it's any industry you go into. You got to deal with um, just office politics. I well, mean, I don't oh, there's think, a I lot think of that everywhere. everywhere. I mean, where can you go where that doesn't exist? I mean, it's... I worked for a little radio station back in 2009, so 10 years ago. Um, I had worked for them previously when they first put the station back on the air back in 2002 and 2003. And it's literally a husband and wife who owns it. The husband does the morning show with it, and at that point with a with a one or two other characters that would come in, people who would come in. And, uh, you know, it was, it was back the first time, me as sales, along with the owner who did some as well before I got there. So he kept doing. When I went back uh, six years later, there were two other sales guys there. And there was only two. Yeah. There was only two. But let me tell you what. It was fun. Three was a crowd. Yeah. Three was a crowd. And there was this, there was this ridiculous philosophy, and I still don't know what he meant by it. Whereby the owner, you know, Joe, Joe, the owner of WHLM News Radio 930 WHLM, um, out in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, said, "You, you have to understand what we're trying to do here." I'm like, "You're on the air. I'm selling the product. Oh, there's more to it, but you just have to get it." Well, why don't you help me get it? No, no, you've got to get it on your own. And that's when I, after after a couple few months of that, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Bye. Um, you, you're off the rails, pal. You're like in Cuckoo Town. You know what song I, just, popped it, just popped in my head? Go ahead. That commercial for, from, uh, is it Progressive? No, not Progressive. I don't know. No, not Geico. The Shinu Inu one. Shinu Inu. <laughs> <laughs> the Limu. 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 Yeah, Liberty Mutual. Limu. Emu. Limu. Emu. Da da da. And then he's the Limu. You know, the you know is like running through the streets with his sunglasses on. That's freaking yeah. funny. Limu. Emu. What, what are you? What are you like? Burt Reynolds? Turk Ferguson? Yeah, <laughs> Turk Ferguson. It's a funny name. Yeah, it's the big cowboy head. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. It Got just popped in my head. I just remember as you were speaking, literally. <laughs> The this this Limu Inu just and popped Doug. in my head, and Doug. 
Right? And they're in that 1971 duster, all painted, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and painted yellow with and the, the Enos, And then they, like, top. run up to save some guys, and they said, they said, hey, do you know you can get this much, and you save this much on your insurance, blah, blah, blah. And then the couple goes, oh, yeah, we've had it for a while. Well, quick question. Quick question. What about WHLM in Bloomsburg? What did you think of that? Random. <laughs> Come on in. Playing a little date. Come on. <laughs> well, you know, like random things just pop in my head all the time. Is that right? It's I'll be fault. damned. It's not my fault. <laughs> you sound like the dry cleaner, the Oriental dry cleaner. It's not my fault. That messed up my, my, my jacket one time. What I, what I see? Oh, it's not my fault? Uh, wait a minute. Why is this all like hard and crackly? Oh, not my fault. You pay. <laughs> no, it is your fault because there was some soil on it. I just wanted you to clean it, not ruin it. No, no, no. Not my fault. You pay. Listen up there, Hop Sing. I ain't paying shit. Okay, give me the freaking thing, or else I'm gonna take you out back and then, you know, oh, you pay? No, me no pay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> no, limu. Limuino. Liberty. I like you. Chual. I whatever. I just didn't even know that until you told me, but still, it's limuino. It's limuino. But it's the Eno with the sunglasses. He's got those Elvis glasses on too. And then he's like pecking around, and I don't know. So what about this corporate thing? Speaking of Liberty Mutual, what? they screw you up the rear end too with the, with I don't the know, insurance rates. No, 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 I'm just about corporate. Again, my whole point with the little small radio station, yes. even mom and pop, they have to think like, well, we're this, uh, we're this media entity here in, in Columbia County, Pennsylvania. Let me tell you what, you're a mom and pop on an AM radio station that does quite well and reaches a lot of people, you know, despite what others would have said about you know, what it was supposed to be. And you're going to go, well, you have to embrace the philosophy, and we're not going to tell you what that is. Stop talking to me in riddles. Thank you. So what's your experience with corporate? 609-807-2492. Or do you have something funny to say? About corporate. 609-807-2492. I ain't got nothing good to say about corporate. I don't either, so. And I've got nothing. This is supposed to be a fun radio station. No, it's not. I got an axe to grind tonight. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna move. Okay. I'm gonna Clint I'm gonna Clint Eastwood slash Walt Kowalski get, get off, off my, my lawn. lawn kind of a mood today. Just go ahead, make my day. You know, don't 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 make chit chat with me in the damn men's room when I'm standing at the goat. What is feeder. that with the men's room? What I don't it? know. I don't want to talk. What you call it? The what? Huh? The goat feeder? The goat feeder. Oh, gross. Well, I've never heard that before. That's what my buddy's father used to call Is that normal? I've never heard that. My buddy's father used to call Hey, uh, watch out. Don't eat that Ew, hard. What do you call when a girl goes to the bathroom? Uh, I don't know. Girl going to the bathroom. Um, Nasty. No, my, my father. It's a men goat feeder. Yeah, because, you know. The, the woman's hey, doing it. Don't, don't eat that hard candy at the bottom of the goat feeder, son. Okay. It's not really oh. candy. So if a woman's going pee pee, yeah. what, what are you feeding? If you're feeding a goat in a urinal, if it's a toilet, what are you feeding? Probably a kitty cat, if you know what I mean. No. Ew. <laughs> no. Feed goat feeder. Oh, God. No. It's just not, not because, the, because you put the thing in the... I've never even heard that. It's just totally well, like... Well, now you have. Me. Well, just I had a visual and gross. <laughs> Urinals are gross, dude. My, Listen, I have no issue with is men done. peeing. I have no issue with men peeing. I, I have hope no not, issue with that. Because we have to. But urinals, it, it, I've been in men's bathrooms. Don't ask me why, but I have been. It's disgusting. It's just they're disgusting. Ugh, that smell. They have that weird cotton ball smell, that like a mothball smell. 
Because whatever they use in the urinal, it's the hard the candy at the, the bottom. Oh, gross! Don't eat that hard candy, so oh. you don't want to have that. Okay, Dad. Oh uh, my God! When you're like nasty. four, you see that thing. It's like, oh, big mint. You know no. what I think about our favorite, our favorite movie, Step Brothers. <laughs> the girl, uh, the woman, the the, the, the brother's <laughs> wife, when she meets him in the bathroom, she's like. Yeah. Stay golden, Coney, Coney boy. And then she puts her leg up and starts peeing in the urinal. I love that scene. Stay golden, Pony Woo! boy. Woo! Oh, it's really warm. I love you. It's really slippery. Yeah. And she puts her leg up and just lifts her skirt up and starts peeing in the urinal. What? What? Why are we coconutting with the lime? Oh, was that supposed to be funny? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, Wait, can you please give me I'm, the reference? I'm laughing on the inside. I don't know what that was The lime in the... Co- that have to do with the urinal? I guess. Wait, I guarantee that was Ruben's idea. <laughs> yes, it was. Of course it was. Oh, my God. As random as your limu emu was, that was about 18 gazillion no. times more Here, random. Here's the difference, though. Mine's just a random thought. Right. He put thought into that. <laughs> That's the difference. That's the difference. I don't know what the thought Woo! was, but he definitely put thought into it. Well, maybe the lime was supposed to be the little urinal cake, and the coconut was supposed to be the urinal. Because it's white when you hollow it out, kind of like a porcelain so you put the urinal. the lime in the coconut. The lime is the urinal cake. But you don't eat it all up. That's the whole thing. Uh, you, you oh, just, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Now we're having fun. So gross. So gross. You know what I think? I think that men should be should poop in the urinal too. How no, about that? No, it's it, that, would, that would be a poopinal. It's not a poopinal. It's a urine. There should be oh. like a thing like. You you sit you just like squat and no. put your butt in, no. in the urinal. No, and then there'd be a little flusher. No, why would you do that? Would open up the gates to where the poop goes. Why would you do that after after like you know, know Harvey Harvey? Because I don't Shunk. think it's fair that you get two different things: one to pee and yeah, one to poop. Tough and we only darts. Get one. You know what? When 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 no, Morty, I, I don't poop. When Morty, yeah, okay. I don't do that. When Morty Shumstein comes in and, and sprinkles all over Shumstein. the thing or whoever, you know, I'm just the, the, the whomever the, the the ambiguous nasty Have you guys guy. always wash your hands after you hold your pee? I do. Now, have you seen? Have you been in the bathroom where the men don't hold their peepee and they don't wash their hands? And they don't flush. Uh, Rob, uh, Rob Winter's like, um, you forgot to do something. I don't need your bladder soup steeping <laughs> in the urinal for three more hours oh, after it's been steeping in your bladder no, for the last hour and a half. Now, this is the thing, and I remember <laughs> bladder soup. when we had the common bathroom uh, at the G-Spot. See, we only have one, it's one single urinal, or urinal, one single bathroom where I work now, but at the G-Spot, it was multi, you know, and the thing is, you would like hear what other people are doing right if you were like you know and it was so disturbing because you would know because you'd hear the person next to you going pee or and well no uh, <laughs> listen first of all if you have the the balls to poop at work you're disgusting <coughs> and i'm not talking about the men because the men do that because oh, i know please, i see the men with the magazines and the newspapers walking by going to the men's bathroom uh, where are you going i know phil? you're going to poop where are you going phil i know I you're going to poop some cable <laughs> it's like and i used to remember by the bathroom and then the men would just walk by me with their paper and I remember Andrew Petrakakos he used to, he used to <laughs> he'd walk by paper. and he'd, I'd be like where you going and he'd be like Chinese food you know what I mean like <laughs> Yes, you know, exactly he right. would, he would. But like women don't, women aren't supposed to. Why not? You gotta go, no, you gotta go. No, no. First of all, <laughs> my body is so conditioned 
because it's this was my mother. Oh, this is my mother's fault. My mother conditioned me. You don't pass or poop or anything in public areas anywhere work school you know so when I remember being in elementary school and high school my mother was like don't ever ever do that in school and I never did never my whole life I've never done that that theory my mother was very clean that's why her whole thing is like you don't ever pass gas in front of a man my mother was my mother's thing she told me that and it stuck it stuck I just don't do it I would rather and I think I've told you this before I would rather be nauseous, sick to my stomach. My stomach hurts so bad, I'm going to puke rather than pass gas in front of a man. Again, back Never. to my buddy's pop. Oh, Never. go ahead. Let the goose run wild, son. No. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Because, uh-huh. oh. because, listen, and uh. I know, let me tell you something. Every man out there, every man that listens to this show, tell me I'm not telling you the truth. But do you really, really want your woman to be doing that? Do you really want to see it? I don't understand well, any I don't woman. See it. I no. I'm talking about not just the poopy. I'm talking about like when you're passing gas. Like, can you sit on the couch with your woman and then your woman just like take leans up and like it's disgusting. I have had but women do I this. have been in relationships oh, no. where that has happened. I'm oh like, hell no! I'm like, uh, hell, sweetie, you okay? No, no. hell <laughs> do we, no. Do we need to take you to the hospital? You're right. I am so conditioned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am so conditioned that I literally will make myself sick oh. to avoid that kind of circumstance. And I will never, ever, ever do it in one, where I work. But never, 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 never. And it's just, it is what it is. It's the way my mother raised me. But I knew, I have friends. Let me tell you something. I, t- I think I told you this before. Oh, I had a friend who used to poop. With the door open, oh, and her geez. husband yeah, yeah, yeah. would be just like in the kitchen walking nope. around, and she'd nope. be like sitting there pooping. I'd say, That's the most disgusting thing. Oh, he loves me. He loves me for me. He doesn't care. About, he loves me. He doesn't love you. Because let me tell you something. He's going to divorce your ass? Free falling. Yeah. Thanks, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, He's going to divorce you. And guess what? Gone. He divorced her. Yeah, see? You know why he divorced her? Because she was pooping in front of him. I don't care what any of you... And you men, you know, don't pretend that you don't mind. Because you do. And let me tell you something. Oh, I don't mind. I don't, need, I don't need to see too. that. If you're... If you're uh, let me say this. In, I don't want to say this in a... How do you say? Performing, going down on a woman. Do you want to know that, that she's like... Like she's passing gas? It's disgusting! It's gross. I guess you got to put it out of your mind. It's gross. I don't know. know. It just is gross. I'm sorry. And I think it's just, I don't understand it. And I've had, in relationships, I've said that. I've said I won't do it. And you know what? I swear to God, in a relationship, it it slipped out one time. One time it slipped. I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to tell you what. I was laughing. Hysterical. (laughs) And I'd probably been holding it in for like, I don't know, 12 hours. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, And this was me. (laughs) I was so horrified, embarrassed, disgusted. I said I would rather take a cork and stick it up my ass. Years ago, the same thing happened. I was in a relationship and we got laughing all of a sudden. (laughs) Oh, no. Accidents, no. I remember playing basketball. And then I did a a jump shot with the basketball and I landed and went. Oh. And I was like horrified. Like I get, I get embarrassed and horrified to the point where I get teary. Like, oh it's, no, yeah, it's horrifying oh, to me. Why? I cannot live. <laughs> I cannot live. Isn't if that living horrible? is without you, I understand. No, it's what? disgusting. 
I don't even know why are we talking about urinals and poops. Well, oh, because, because the again, urinal, the bathroom. I, 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 yeah, I, urinals and poops. Don't. I'm not. Gross. I'm not up for conversation while oh. I'm standing having a thing, having a moment. Well, and that's what it is. So when you can hear, I don't want to talk. As a woman, you hear when they don't wash their hands. Oh, because I, they go mm. in next to you and you hear them, you know, <laughs> peeing, and then flush. <laughs> And then they just walk out. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I didn't hear the water run. Yeah. And, but then you don't know who it was. All you know is by the shoes mm. when you're a woman, right? So you're sitting in the stall and you're looking at the shoes and you're like, okay, they're the ones with the bows and they're flat. They're uh, they're black shoes. Okay. So then they don't wash their hands. So then I walk around work looking for the person with those shoes because I know. Looking for the I shoes. I know. Don't touch. Don't shake. Well, don't nothing. Or even worse, if you're in the stall and you're just going a little pee-pee and the girl next to you starts passing gas like nobody's business or taking mm-hmm. a poop next to you. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Ain't having it. Gotta go. I will literally pack up and go. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to get out of this bathroom. It's disgusting. Oh, miss. You, you cut it right off and leave? Oh, I'm out. See, because if we try to cut it off, it's like we get like 18 different kinds of hernias. Oh, no, we can cut it off. We can <laughs> cut know, it off. Geez. We can cut it off. I can hold wow, my pee for like wow, a week. Wow, wow. Oh. I'm telling you. You know how many UTIs I gave myself because I refused to, to go to the bathroom? Oh. Let me tell you something. It's terrible. Don't talk to me when gross. I'm standing there doing my business. It's not time for oh, small talk. Oh, come on. Shut you got to keep, you know, the up. cleanliness and Shut the godliness up. and all that stuff. It's just, it's waste. It's disgusting. It's waste. It is what it is, you know. And I always, Ugh. to the point, like like I'm listen. like I'm going into surgery afterwards. I got the hot listen. water, oh. and I pump the soap like three times, and you know my my palms, my my fingers, you know my nails, my thumbs, you know the back, the whole thing. It's like I'm scrubbing for surgery. And here, dig this. How many times have you known me in the four or so almost years you've known me to be sick with a cold? Very rarely. I don't. Well, you know what? I know something, though. Since you've had your surgery, you're, you present yourself, you're much healthier to me than you were prior. Because one thing I remember, you used to be really sweaty. But I attribute it to that because you're not sweaty anymore. Not as much. I mean, I get warm. No, you're really not sweaty. No, you used to be sweaty. You, you were sweaty. Well. But then you had your surgery... And the pseudo well, plus I was a little heavier too. That plays that, into that it. That plays into it too. But I, I remember say, that. Yeah. I have to say, you, you definitely know. changed physically because of that. I think that that had a lot to do with it. But no, I never seen you really like the you know uh, cold sick or no that kind of sick. I, I I and I'm not being funny here. I mean, ask anybody who really. But James, how about it? If you're listening or watching, how often will I get a cold or or like the bug or the yeah, flu? I, don't get that I mean, I'm like. If I'm once or twice you a little decade, stuff, tummy, you tummy stuff. And it, and it comes yeah. and goes. Yeah, tummy I'm stuff. I'm talking about funny. laying me down for about three days like worth. Like the flu. Right. Yeah. Maybe once, possibly twice a decade, I will get something other than like the, the a day or two that I feel a little off. Well, there's a reason I'm I don't get the flu. my hands. Like, I don't get the flu shot. Do you? No. And I'm telling you, no. this is a true story, and I really, truly believe this, and I'm sorry this is the way I feel, but... I got the flu in 2002, three. It was a long time ago, early 2000s. And I got it bad. It was a bad flu. I didn't go to the doctor. I just, you know, let it ner- ride. I let it ride. But it was uh, it was a horrible experience because I thought I was going to die. I really said I was in bed and I was oh, like, it's horrible. I might die. But when I got that, that's when all the sicknesses kind of went down for me. Because before that, I would get colds here and there, here and there. And then as soon as I had the flu, it's kind of like my body taught itself to fight that kind of sickness because 
ever since then, and we're talking 20 years here, you know, maybe 15 years, I really haven't gotten, I'll get an occasional cough, you know, the occasional little cold, but I haven't been sick like that that since that time. Right. And I truly believe it's because my body learned how to fight that particular bug. And I feel like if I got the shot, because the shot, all it's doing is introducing the the bug back into your body. I don't want it. I don't want it back. No, I don't either. Keep it. I don't either. About 10 years ago, I had I had one that knocked me down for about three, four days. It was a Thursday, and I went to my boss. I said, listen, mm. pardon me, like 10.30 in the morning. I said, if I don't go home now and get under the covers today and tomorrow, possibly Saturday and or Sunday, you're not going to see me for a week and a half. He goes, get out of here. You look green anyway. And that's exactly right. Okay. And it knocked me down. It knocked me hard. Okay. But your body learned how to fight it. Right. And by Saturday, I was better enough to be up and about. And by the time I had to go back to work on Monday, I was, I was good to go. Sure. You know, um, back when I was a senior in college, working on my senior uh, practicum, my senior thesis, right at the, the middle end of April, I'm like coming down the clubhouse, around the clubhouse turn, heading for home. I had a bad one. I mean, it put yep. me down for about a week, week yep. and a half. Me too. And all my all my fraternity brothers, you know, would quietly and gently but parade in my room. John, man, are you okay? You got to get up. I'm like, just leave me alone. I'll be fine. But what about your class? And I got it. What about your paper? I got it. And I got with my with my professors and said, this is what's going on. You got to give me a little a little extra. And they did. Yeah. And that was about the worst one I ever had. Right. But again, once, maybe twice a decade, I'll get something that hits me for about a couple few days, and I'm done. Your body remembers. Oh, sure. Your body remembers. It's kind of like when you start working out, and then your muscles start to change. And you know what I mean? Your body has this reaction to certain things, and I really believe that. And I, I, in college, it's funny you said that, because I got sick a few... I got bronchitis when I was in college. I got pneumonia when I was in college. And then in my 20s, I got strep throat. I mean, I had all kinds of crazy stuff. And then... Literally, and the true story, as soon as I got that flu, it was almost like done. done. I have not, and you know, I just think it's like your body. I remember, I'm the body. I remember getting the flu and bronchitis and pneumonia and all those things and the flu. And then now I know how to fight all those things. Yeah. You know, and I've been around people who are deathly ill. Oh, and yeah. they'll be re- and don't forget I work with little kids. Oh yeah. So I have class with these like two, three year olds, and there's snots everywhere. They don't cover their mouth when they sneeze. Oh. I gotta wipe their snots, and they're like they're spitting. I mean, it's disgusting. They're all over me. And then they're hugging me, Miss Chasey, I love you. Uh, <coughs> all this, and I still, and I've been teaching what, thirteen years. Nothing. Nothing. And I think that also helps my immune system, being around all those different oh, I, germs I from different kids. Well, and, and here, you know, like when uh, when uh, Amanda was a little girl before I before I knew her and Jamie, you know, it's like, listen, you know, we're, we're not going to goof around with this chicken pox bullshit. We're going to get it done and done right out of the chute. So they had, like three years old, they had Amanda hanging around with these kids who were, you know, who knew if they had chicken pox? Sure enough, it was at some point, didn't she get them? Boom, yeah. boom, done. I got okay? chicken pox too, yep. I didn't have chicken pox until I was 23. I was 14. It sucked. Oh, it sucks when you're older, yeah. Oh my gosh, I had no idea what the hell it was. Yeah, yeah. But you have to get it. Yeah. You have to get it once, and then you don't get it again. And that's right. what I think the flu is, the same thing. I really believe I it. I think it's very similar. Why am I getting a shot after I already have it? had it? I had it. My body right. knows how to fight it. Done. And you got people who swear by it. You know, I, I, 
I had a guy I worked with out in the radio in Williamsport probably almost 30 years ago now. John, did you get your flu shot? I'm like, no. Well, you really should. No, Jim, I really yeah, should not. Yeah, people say that to you. Yeah, well, you really should. You like, really should. Adamant. I'm like, Jim, Why? I'm good. Well, I'm getting mine tomorrow. Okay, so he got his. This is Monday. He gets his on Tuesday. Guess what happens on Thursday? He got sick. Jim calls out because he's got the flu. He's because they gave it to him. Exactly, and, shot. and he shot. He shot in the ass until the middle of the following yeah. week because oh, I got the flu. Like, it's just because so what weird. did you do, Jim? I got the flu shot. Right. No shit. Yeah, but I'm not gonna get it again. Yes, you were every yeah. year. Yeah, every year, sick. this 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 guy who's very sharp, Poison. very adept, very adroit, and very just intelligent Poison. would do this. And every cotton picking year, he'd come to get the flu. Yeah, you think, Jim? That uh-uh. shot is poison. It is. No good. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, I actually, I thought this, I saw this story, and I, I actually, when I pulled the picture up, I thought it was John Larroquette, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks exactly like John Larroquette. You see the picture? You guys can't see it, but it looks like John Larroquette. Could be a relative anyway, but, but, but sure. Do you know the guy, you remember Kindergarten Cop? Yes. With the Arnold. It's not a Tuma. It's not a Tuma. Yeah. So do you remember the actor who played um, the criminal, the father of the, of the boy? Yeah. And, you know, he had the, the mother. the ponytail. Yeah, so it's... That's him? Yeah, that's him. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, he look, folks, he it's, looks horrible. Yeah, you might have to Google that. It's like a big uh, tub of goo. It oh my says goodness. the actor was hair. busted early Wednesday morning for harassment and public intoxication in Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> Uh, Tyson was born there, so he's from Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. Co- Cops in Mobile have not Mobile. released the details behind what exactly led to Tyson's arrest. Uh, but I just think that's pretty funny because he looks like crap. He looks like hell. Oh, he looks horrible. Yeah, and then he was involved with the fight with somebody. I mean, just it's kind of sad, though, because I think, you know, there he is in the, the movie. Um, but I think what, what makes it hard, when you when you get into like a major film that makes millions of dollars and everybody knows who you are and then nobody knows who you are. It's like Captain Keach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> what was the song? Uh, We're going to party pier with Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> what was the song they sang though? In the... They didn't. Oh. They just... Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. But that's... I mean, I can't imagine. It's got to be difficult picture. to be like really, really well known and then nobody knows who you are. Nobody cares. Well, he did that one role where he was like the man for, oh, I don't know, a year and a half. He didn't do anything else? And that, not that I'm aware of. If he did, it was, you know, C minus at best. Yeah, so that's, I thought that was pretty funny. But he looks, I swear to God, I went, oh my God, what happened with John Larroquette? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't John Larroquette. <laughs> no. It's Mr. Mr. Uh, Crisp or whatever his name was oh, in that uh, movie. Uh, crispy, cri- yeah, Crisp. Crispy, Crisp. Crispy. Cream. Oh, crispy! One of my clients is opening up a crisp, a couple of crispy creams. Yeah, but for some reason, crispy uh-huh. creams are funny because sometimes. Oh no, clowns are funny. <laughs> sometimes they don't do well in certain areas. Like they, I've seen them close down in a lot of places, oh, and then I've seen them flourish in others. So I don't know. Well, what you, what what you really is. shouldn't do to me, okay? If you've got either or or both, like local donut guy who's been in business for years and years and years, and everybody knows him and everybody loves him. Used to be a guy in East Brunswick where I grew up. Uh, Mickey's Donut Land, okay? Right on Route 18. Mickey's Donut Mickey's Donut Land, right in front of where two guys used to be on Route 18. And Mickey's Donut Land was the stuff, man. That was the best. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And he's since, I think, retired, and it's it's a pizza joint now. Um, So, you know, don't put your new donut shop 
I don't know, within a half a mile or a mile of Mickey's Donut Land or of Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Because here's here's the thing. First in wins. Period. You know, if Home Depot gets put up across the highway uh, in uh, in January and then Lowe's opens up in August, Lowe's is going <laughs> to be second banana for forever. Right. Period. You know? It's just as simple as that. So... You know, Krispy Kreme. If you if you haven't got one, I've near, I had them in the past. But they're okay. I mean, they're not. Well, they're, they're not, when they're warm. Yes. When they're cold, I don't think they're like anything. There's a great like Krispy else. Kreme in Scranton. Yeah. Outstanding. It's it's one of the it's it's like the the hub of Krispy Kreme for Northeast PA. When, for example, if you wanted to do a fundraiser for your your dance school, yeah. Let's just say you were located in. Um, Mountaintop, Pennsylvania, which is just below Wilkesbury, you would call Krispy Kreme guy just up in Scranton and say, "Hey, I want to do a fundraiser. What's involved? Why do you do so many donuts?" You in love Pennsylvania. I, I spent a lot of time out there. It's like you're Boston. I, you spent a lot of time in Boston. You're familiar. You like it. Yeah. I spent a lot of time out there. I'm familiar. Like if like you could it. live either there or Jersey, where would you go? I I'm out of here, just like that. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah. 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 I mean, what are we doing? This is where I grew. <laughs> exactly. This is um, again. I've had this discussion with you before. Yeah, while this geographically, physically, is where I grew up. First twenty-two years of my life, this I called home, except for when I was in college. Um, coming back at age, what was I when I came back? Forty-six, oh. forty-seven. Um, oh. It's well, two thousand twelve. So forty-seven. Yeah. Um, it's not the same. I mean, it yeah. looks a lot the same in places. In some places it doesn't because there's been growth and differentiation from then till now, but the attitude. I think just, New Jersey people are mean. It's, 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 I just got out of my head. I was just going to say, yeah. it's oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes like it's one big middle finger. And they're really mean. And I come from Boston where everybody says like Boston people are, are mean, like mass holes. But honestly, I've lived here four years now. They're pretty mean here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty mean. I mean, they, I've encountered some pretty nasty people and I'm kind of like I don't recall people being nasty like that it's a different kind of nasty it's, I don't know how to explain it's a it, self important nasty yeah it's I me Ew. my again screw you I got mine that's the whole philosophy that's so perfect and it's and it's it's creeping out to to where I have yeah. the house out in Pennsylvania I mean I almost got it into blows about not quite a year ago somebody was just they weren't paying attention to those around them on the road. And I'm like, let's go. You're sitting here for like a minute and not moving. And I didn't even beep the horn. I just mouthed, let's go. And he saw me in the rearview mirror. Didn't this fat piece of garbage, about five foot tall by about six feet wide, get out of his car and he wanted to throw down. Oh, I just started courage. laughing. And then his father gets out, who's even bigger. I'm like, what are you going to do? Sit on me? Get the fuck back in your car. Get out of my way. FCC. Yeah, not here. Oh, I know. <laughs> I try to stay away from the FBI. It's the BBC. Now. How are the you going to get, you know? The CIA. But it's, it's creeping out, is yeah. my whole point. Yeah. Little towns. People that... are mean. Why are you being so mean? Don't be so mean. Why are you being so mean? I don't know. There's something. I don't know what it is. And you know what? Like the town I live in. I love my town. There's some wonderful people there, but there's some really mean people there. That's the and whole thing. You know what it is? It's, it's like not everybody. Well, we said it has a lot to do with with social media too, because people, you know, who usually would keep their opinions to themselves, decide that these are forms to, you know, 
place your opinions. Of course. And some of them are just like nasty, Brutal. just really, yeah, really like downright nasty, just horrible. Just brutally, unnecessarily like, frank. Yeah, it go, like, goes for the jugular. Like people just go for like, you know, the most, they try to find, they don't even know you, but they'll find something to hurt you. It's like, oh, how yeah. can I hurt this person? You know, what? What are you, yeah, I don't, you don't know me. Yeah. You know? I know. It's, it's kind of like too, it's like when you, we were talking about having a job, I was just saying this to someone and you have, you have a new manager, I have a new manager. So I just think it's funny because the first thing I think, I think when you come to a new place and I'm on your team, it's your responsibility to get to know me. I agree. And maybe you don't think that's important. Maybe you just think I'm a worker bee and I'm just here to work. But I think that in order to, you earn respect, you earn trust, you earn those things. If you don't know the person who's working for you, you don't know anything about them, how can you trust and respect and do you know what I mean? I think that's you gotta so build it. You, ha- you just said the key word. You have to earn it. Yeah. Okay. You have to earn it. You know, not for anything. I got taught by some real, real good people very early on in my uh, radio uh, marketing and sales, and then ultimately management career about how to uh, how to collaborate. Okay. Um, but we all have that <clears throat> actually good manager, good boss. Well, that's what I mean. In our lives, that has influenced, changed, influenced us, changed us, that we respect, that yeah. they respect us. It doesn't happen often. No. And I had a sales manager. He, he hired me initially, and then he hired me. It was key in hiring me again uh, about 15 years later in, uh, in online marketing. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> the old joke goes, the guy goes to the hunting camp every year. He goes away for, for a week, and they assign him a dog. And the dog is uh, his his dog is uh, is real good at flushing out you know the uh, the animals that they're hunting for. The dog's name is Salesman, and he goes every year. And Salesman is always very helpful. <clears throat> he flushes out the birds. He finds the squirrels, the pheasants, and and the foxes and everything that the guy hunts for. This guy goes back four, five, six years in a row, and every year he requests Salesman. And Salesman is awesome. Salesman, the dog, he is just the best of all the dogs in the whole pack. And this guy is happy to have him. The next year he comes back, requests salesman, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Salesman's not available. What do you mean he's not available? Well, we promoted him. You promoted him? What do you mean you promoted him? Well, he's now called sales manager. Oh. And all he does is, you know, sit on his ass and bark all day. Oh. You know, I don't want that kind of sales manager no. sitting on his ass and barking at me all day. No, nobody and does. And there are them. Nobody does. I just think it's just important to know. I don't know. I think in anything you do, I just think it's important. Because especially, you know, people all come from a certain place. They have different backgrounds and different, you know, you don't know anything about their family. Uh, you know, anything like that. It just... Uh, I just think it's important to know people. I think that's really, really important. Are you going to tell me, and I'll use this, you know, I always use the New York Giants, but I'm going to use the Patriots this time, Mm. okay? Are you going to tell me that Bill Belichick coaches Tom Brady, um, Julian Edelman, Mm -hmm. and back in the day, Willie McGinnis the same way? No, no. From person to person to person? Absolutely not. This is the problem. You have this environment Well. We all have to do this. This is the template. You shall not deviate from the template. Stay within the lines. The lines are are our friends. No, wrong. B 
Bill Parcells did not coach Phil Sims, Mark Bavaro, and LT in the same exact manner. Right. Same thing what you just said. Yeah. Somebody in whatever environment, whether it's retail, whether it's entertainment, whether it's sales and marketing or sales and what. You know what? Tell me about you, Tracy. Right. Okay. I used to do this. I used to say, you know, okay, what do you want? Because it would be November, for example. Right. Time to look at the numbers for next year. So you knew your numbers for all of next year. Not five days into the month and you still don't freaking know it, idiots. Um, yeah, that's a shot. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> don't care. I don't care. So in November, I get together with, with the sellers that I had um, and say, one guy in particular... His name was Nigel Blair. Nigel. Okay. He was he's a Jamaican fellow. Lovely guy. Just a real nice Jamaican guy. This the smile, Tracy, that this guy had, it would light the whole building up, not just the room. He had just an infectious smile. Okay. Dark skinned fellow. He was a soccer player, loved to play soccer. Jamaican. He had the accent, just very cool, and that smile just pow. What a lovely guy. So Nigel comes in. It's his turn for me to meet with him. Nigel, what do you want? And do not tell me I want to be top biller around here. That's not what I mean. I mean, what does Nigel Blair want? What would you like? I like that name. This Blair, is Nigel Blair. Yeah, it's 1999. Okay. Okay. Two thousand zero zero. Party over. Out of time. So tonight we're gonna make our budgets like it's 1999. So I said, what do you want? It's 1999. He goes, you know, I would like to take my boys to the World Cup. I what say, accent is that? His accent. That's like Russian. No, this is Russian. I'd like to take the World Cup. What was that accent you just did? Jamaica man. No, that was definitely not Jamaica. So I want to take Jamaica man. That was definitely. It was Jamaica funk. No, That's what it is. Got to get into you. No, Jamaica <laughs> funk. Is what it is. Oh, Lord in heaven. You're not into you. So I said, what do you that want? Was I'd like to take my boys to the World Cup. I said, great. Where? I'm not a soccer guy. Help me out. Where and when is the next World Cup? He said, it's going to be in 2002 in Australia. Around the globe, halfway around the globe completely. Okay? As far away as you can get from here is there, pretty much. Okay? And I, I said, so, okay, tell me about that. So he told me about what he would like to do. And I said, Nigel, I can help you with that. And he looked at me like I had 18 eyes across my forehead. I'm like, no, 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 listen to me. Let's go through it a second. Let's, let's go through. And what we did is we took what, he, what the revenue was he was generating on the radio station, divided it by the number of clients for an average sale. So his average sale, let's just say, was $800 over, say, 12 customers, 12 clients. I said, if you, and I did some quick math, and I'm not a real good math guy, but I can do this. Did some quick math. I said, if between now and, say, uh, two and a half years from now, so you got six months to plan this thing, you'd simply add one more or two, if, if you're really doing it, a month at $800 a client. By the time you get to about a year out from this, you're going to have made X amount of money. Now take into account, you're going to lose a couple, a couple things along the way. And he looked at me like I had just given him 
the a, a pallet of gold bars from Fort Knox because I asked about him. Gold. And I did I did the same thing for everybody. Somebody wanted a, an in-ground pool in their backyard. Somebody else wanted to go on a, on a big Disney Universal Orlando vacation. Somebody else needed needed wanted a new vehicle, and on and on and on. And I show and I asked them about them, mm. which helped us get the numbers that we were being asked for, and then some. It's really quite easy, except when you don't do it that way. And then it's just a big, monumental pain in the crotch. But I digress. A little bit. <laughs> just, just a little bit. I think you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so. What up, G? Wait, did was I here when? Wait a second. I'm trying to. When did? When did the Bruins lose? Did I already talk about that? It's like such a distant memory for me. Last week. Was I here? Did we come? Did we have I the show? I think we since? were about. They were about to play. This time last so it's week. Been, so I never talked about it. No, talk to me. Tell me something. Oh, no, I'm miserable. <laughs> no. Welcome no. home. No, I think what it was is this, is this. Everybody loses. I, I mean, I can live with it. They lost, and they, they were outplayed, and it is what it is. My thing is this. To lose in Game 7 in Boston sucks ass. To lose sure. in St. Louis in Game 6 I want to live with that. I'm okay. Good for St. Louis. I'm glad they, they you know, are winning. Of course. But to lose in game seven in At Boston. Your house. And not even a good game. I mean, they paid good the first period, but second and third period was like, I don't, I don't know what happened. I actually shut it off. I was so disgusted. <laughs> I was disgusted. No, I was disgusted. Because oh, no. well, it was 2-0, and I'm thinking, okay. And then as the time's ticking, it's like, now we're in the third period. It's still 2-0, and I'm thinking to myself. So? And it's 3-0. Oh. In the third period, I'm thinking, Uh-oh. okay, I'm gone. I'm done. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I get anxiety. I can't stop losing. I can't. I, I get can't. anxiety. Can't stand losing. You know? And to lose and to watch a different team raise the Stanley Cup in Boston, uh. yeah, I got sick. I want to throw up. I'm like, why didn't they lose in game six? I would, that would have been fine with that. I would have sucked. But I would have been like, you know, but to lose in game seven in Boston, ah. eh, gross. No, it's horrible. So I'm a little damaged. I'm a little damaged. I think I'm even more damaged. I mean, I was damaged when the Eagles beat the Patriots. It was damaging. Oof, and ouch. only because I had to walk into the G-spot oh. deal with those losers. Ugh. That's the only reason. But this this turn. was a little harder for me than the other. And I think it just was harder because... Again, to lose game seven at home. It just was too much for me. I couldn't take it. It was very, very horrible. And then we had the Toronto Raptors win the uh, the basketball championship. Yeah. NBA championship. Um, and First I was team actually from Canada to win the NBA championship, yeah. don't you know? Yeah, I was happy for him. I was. Even though there was like a shooting at the parade and four people got shot. Horrible. What's up with people? Toronto. I don't know if you've been to Toronto, but Toronto's like so clean and friendly and fun. My cousin was at the parade. And I was freaking out because I'm like, oh, this is great. My cousin's okay. But he said, oh, you know. He says there was like a million people there. There's a couple of losers. There's bound to be one or two. Bound to be one. exactly what he said. There, you know? You know. <laughs> you know, and Toronto's not used to that kind of thing. You know what I mean? They don't, well, you got, they got the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays do pretty well. The Maple Leafs. Um, the Maple Leafs. Yeah, actually, Toronto does pretty well yeah. for that. But Mon- like Montreal doesn't have a basketball team. No. They don't have one. But. So and they don't they don't have a base, and they don't have a baseball Deeks. team they don't have a baseball team either 
Yeah. Country. yeah, they got rid of the Lazy Expo or now in yeah. uh, D.C. And the Nordiques became something else. The Colorado Avalanche. That's right. Yeah. I knew. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, but I was happy for them. I think I wanted the Raptors to win. I'm okay with it. I had no issue with it. That was okay. Um, so now on to bigger and better things. We're on to uh, baseball and then uh, coming up uh, next to uh, football again. So I'm all right. How are you feeling? How are the Giants looking? Uh, we're gonna see. I mean, there were some. There were some who were like, "Oh man, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be under the radar stacked," meaning that they have whoever they are have no idea how good these picks are gonna be and how good we're gonna be because nobody really realizes. And then you have other people like, "What the heck are the Giants doing? There's, there's, it's gonna be mired in mediocrity again." Here's the thing: any given game day, any given Sunday, like the movie. You know, there's one team who's going to be better than the other, period. That should or should not be. Pardon me. I'm going to say, and I may eat my words come uh, come football season, but I'm going to say of the New York teams, I think the New York Jets are in a slightly better position for success than what the Giants are. I can't tell you why. It's just an innate feeling I have, a gut feeling, to where, you know, despite uh, Coach Crazy Eyes over there with <laughs> Todd Gase over at, uh, <laughs> at the Jets, he is, man. Have you seen him do, do anything, any, any kind of appearances behind the microphone? He's like, He's very yeah, we got, a, we got a good team here. <laughs> OTAs went great. Minicam is fantastic. We're so glad to have Le'Veon Bell with us. Uh, that's a good move for us. I think he's going to be great. Don't look me in the eye because I may skewer you with my laser-like eye. I mean, please, he's like crazy eyes. And then you got Pat Shermer for the Giants who's like, yeah, we got some good guys here. We'll, uh, yeah, we're looking pretty good. Are you really, Pat? Are you really? Let's get some rubber down to the road and quit jerking around. I don't know. I don't know how the Giants are going to be. I do know that the Mets are an enigma wrapped in an anomaly where it comes to baseball. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have sucked. They're, they're all right, though. I, I like I, I like. No, four. wrong. They're not all right. What do you mean? They could not have sucked enough or any more on Monday night. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And for a lot of... They're three games under 500. Yeah. Okay? All right. But then last night... When they win, I like it. They they put a whooping on the Atlanta Braves, who are in first place. Uh, their starting pitcher, Julio Tehran, is, is the Mets can never do anything with him. They won 10-2. to two. It was 10 nothing going into the ninth. And uh, Jake DeGrom got a little tired. He got one out, and then he gave up two home runs, and then uh, they gave him the hook. As well, they should have it 114 pitches. That's fine. Then you had the relief pitcher come in, boom, boom, done and done. Final score from uh, SunTrust Field and in Hotlanta, you know, 10-2. to Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Oh, hot mic. Uh, after losing 12-3 to the night before. Sorry. Uh, what are you doing? You've got it in you. You've got it in you, guys. Can you can you not string together? I just don't want the Yankees to win. I don't, uh, I don't care. I just don't want the Yankees to win. I understand. As a Boston fan, I I would so, expect I'll, nothing I'll less from the Mets, you. I'll see the Mets win any day over the Yankees. I understand. Even any with, day. Even with 86 in mind, I understand. Well, I mean, here's the was... best the best thing. My old manager was a Mets fan. Yeah. So my new manager goes, oh, I'm going to do this thing here to put my password in. I go, what's your password? He goes, Yankees. I go, oh, God, help me, Jesus. So he yeah. goes, he goes, 
what? He goes, don't tell me you're a Red Sox fan. Not, not even knowing where I'm from. Nothing. And I go, as a matter of fact, yes, I am. He goes, oh, God, that's horrible. I go, you're disgusting. He says, so are you. That's my new manager. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so you know the hatred has begun. <sighs> you know, my old one was Mets. I'm okay. This one, no. No. Nope. No. Oh, no. yes. I got breaking news. Go ahead. Accent Central News. Bulletin, 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 bulletin. Ready? Two hours ago, Keith Rainier, who is the uh, the founder and president of Nexium, do you remember me talking about? Oh, Nexium? that guy! Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The sex cult <laughs> with the branded women. And, Uncle Pervy. Yeah, Uncle Pervy. <laughs> he was found guilty in all charges. Oh, I'll be ago. damned. He's going to be sentenced on September twenty fifth. String him up. But he's facing life in prison. Did you think? Um, yeah, he has a sex cult. Found guilty of racketeering, sex trafficking, and other crimes. Uh, he's 58, was found guilty on seven counts, mm. including racketeering, racketeering conspiracy, wire fraud conspiracy, forced labor conspiracy, oh. sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and attempted sex trafficking. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Yeah. That's, what are you uh, thinking, dude? The truth. It was a six-week uh, trial in Brooklyn, actually. And, um, yeah, he's, he was just found guilty. That was a douchebag. Dude, the best thing to do, if anybody's into this trial or following this trial, because I have been since the beginning, and the weird thing is, is that before all this came to be, I saw this show, and this was two years ago, probably two years ago. It was a show about cults, and they had, you know, uh, George Jones, and they had... uh, Johnny Cash. No, not Johnny Cash. Well, George Jones. Oh, wait. What was his name? Jim Jones. Jonesville. Jim Jones. <laughs> you know what? I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Drinking the Kool-Aid. You know what I'm talking Martin, about? Yes. The big, Pennywise. No, 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 no. They had the Fargo. Sorry, sorry. Oh, you know what I'm talking what? about. There's like 900 people died. That's terrible. A thousand people. But anyway, that cult. Uh, and then they, the they had, uh, they had uh, 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 Waco. Uh, what a cookout. Uh, they W-A-C-O. Had, yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. But anyways, they had, and then so they had, one of the, the cults was Nexium, and I said, I've never heard of this. Today's Purple Pill. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And so, you know, they had the whole story, they interviewed one of the women who had escaped, and I said, uh, I said, what, I never even heard Thank of Thank you, by the way, for not what saying escaped. No, I don't, I don't I know, do that. I just saying. Yeah. So, so, and then I, and then it was literally maybe eight months, nine months later that all the arrests happened. Mm. So it's just funny to me because I started following it prior to all the arrests. But I remember the woman who escaped was doing an interview and was like, yeah, I was branded. And then she showed the branding oh, on her. On. And then she was telling the stories. And then they were like, well, what's going on now? Well, as far as I know, it's still going on. And then I'm thinking, you mean this guy hasn't been arrested? And sure enough, he was arrested, tried, and... Guilty. Mm-mm-mm. Let me tell you something. This guy, you have to watch. If you go on YouTube and watch like these interviews he was doing prior to all this when he was just doing interviews. Right. He, it's the weirdest thing. He talks like he sounds super, super, super intelligent. And if you are an intelligent person, you can listen to it and you can actually hear how he's not making any sense at all. <laughs> wow. Not any sense at all. And the weirdest thing is he's being interviewed by this woman who ended up in the cult. Oh. And the woman's like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, my God, yes. <gasps> I agree. And then she starts tearing up and crying. Oh. No, and no, she's no, like, no. You are, 
you're amazing. What's this oh, dude's yeah. name again? Keith Rainier. Keith Rainier. And, oh, you're amazing. But then I kind of played it back on YouTube because I was thinking, am I missing something? Because as I listened, all I heard was gibberish, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That's what I heard. But she heard something completely different. And then I thought, So That's... he had this kind of like Joey Tribbiani, are you doing yes. effect on her? Yes. Whoa. But he was saying nothing. Oh. I mean, he was really, how it was doing? so, I, it, it's so fascinating to me. I have to find the YouTube video, maybe play <laughs> it next. To who, you know what? It's a, it's a message of positivity, of can do, of upbeat, of, you know, good cheer, of, of, of being glass half full. You know, relative to your creator, however you, you know, believe or, or configure them in your in your own mind's eye. That's, you know what, that's kind of like, you know, I'm going to tell a story, you decide, or I'm going right. to you know, give you um, motivation and perhaps inspiration, you decide how you're going to handle it, okay? Because everybody's different. These guys... Who do what? What you're like, Benny Hinn? Yeah. Again, who do that bevy of bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a comedy show to me, man. It's fascinating. Oh yeah. And I, these I'm people buy into it like no. Oh, oh, I'll watch. Listen, business. I'll watch a show about cults all day long. Oh, smoke. Because I, I just don't understand. And I think I've said this before. I want to decide for me what I want to do. Thank I, you. I want to make the decisions for myself. You can't tell me what to do with my life, my body, my mind. You no. can't tell me what to do. No. But I'm fascinated by people who who need that to feel enlightened, to feel better. Like this Nexium, it was all it was a women's cult, and they said it was like a leader. It started off as like a leadership leadership training for women. That's kind of how a motivational. <laughs> motivational how to empowerment women's empowerment and they would recruit women who were kind needy. of yeah needy and like i'm gonna help you and then they'd sit down with this keith Rainier before they had sex with him oh. and he'd be like yeah you know that chair it says that it's brown but it's really blue in the eyes of the people it's blue and i know you see brown oh yeah you're right you're oh my god no but I see a brown chair. It's crazy, right? I, I think it also goes down the back to Scientology, which oh boy. I think is a cult. Some people don't. It is what it is. But when you watch those things, it's all a group of people dictating as to how you should feel and how yeah. you should be. How, why is that? I don't, I don't understand. You know, and, and that, you just mentioned that, and I'm going to go back. Oh, boy. I want to go back to, I'm going to say, the mid to late 70s. I remember on, and my, my dad has a real nice, and he uh, he painted it, jeez, but a real nice oak desk. I mean, a heavy, as my mother would say, quality oak desk. Oak is good. And I used to do, I used to do my homework, you know, on it when I was a kid. You know, and even when I would have uh, math tutoring, Mr. Herbert would come over and we would sit at the desk. And I remember, for, oh, gee, 76, 77, 78, someplace in there, that Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard was on that desk. Mm. My mother and yes. her father got the book. My grandmother had it. Either, either it was given to them or... It was a they, very popular book. They went and got it. And I had no... What, what am I... 11, 12, 13 years old. I had no idea. Other than, you remember the commercial? I Dianetics. do remember the commercial. Get it now. 
by the earthquake. Elon Hubbard. Oh, not the earthquake, the volcano. The volcano, yeah. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, I guess, I guess, you know. I thought it was just a book. I guess mom and dad must have, must have gotten this or somebody gave it to them. I have to say, however, that my parents being who they are and or were, um, charter founders of Nativity Lutheran Church, by the way, in East Brunswick, New Jersey, back in the late 50s, I don't know that they read it, or if they did, they're like, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, because it's all about aliens and stuff. I mean, it's weird. You know, and I just now remembered that, that Mm. that that book was kicking around the house there. Yeah, me too. Like, my my grandmother. I don't know, 40 years ago. Right. And this is the weirdest thing, because I do remember, you know what I remember? I love my Nana. My Nana, who's who's 96 and and just an amazing woman. But what I remember in my grandmother's bedroom she had Dianetics, right? But she also had The Exorcist. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I would go into my grandmother's room. <laughs> the room and, of yin and yang. <laughs> swear to God, true. And I would open up her books and read her books. I would do it all the time. And I remember opening up Dianetics and reading Dianetics. But I do remember. It's so weird. But I remember opening up The Exorcist and reading wow. segments of The Exorcist and going, oh, this is some scary shit. She also had uh, Salem's Lot, too. That was another one she oh, had. Gee. I remember that, too. But, yeah, my my grandmother had, like, horror books, but then she'd also have, you know, Dianetics. The and, horror show. Yeah, it's so weird. But <laughs> my grandmother, she's so cute. Such a cutie patootie. But, yeah, so it's just, uh, yeah. So now there, there, I think there's a new series about cults coming on. Um, I don't know if it was, I think it was on Oxygen or one of those Lifetime. I don't know one of those channels, but I'm going to find out what it is. And you're going to, I'm telling you, you'll love, it's just fascinating. Yeah, and, fascinating. And, and again, what, what boggles my mind, and I had uh, one of my buddies, his older brother, we talked about this group too, the uh, the Moonies, Sung Young Moon back in the 70s. The Moonies. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, my, not the Goonies, no, but the Moonies. the Moonies. Um, yep. And I don't mean Mr. Mooney from Here's Lucy. And not Mr. Mooney. Not Mr. Mooney from Ferris Bueller's Day Off either. Right. I'm talking about the uh, the followers of Sun Young Moon. Sun Young Moon. Who, back in the 70s, who would go and just, you know, do whatever it was they did. That's on that show too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my, my buddy Alex's older brother, Nick, went uh, away. You know, and uh, and did I believe did that for I don't know how long, but oh, a little while, and uh, I don't know whatever you know became of him. Um, that family had a had had some difficult times, and uh, you know, my buddy being the youngest one, he was kind of immune to all the BS because while all of his brothers and sisters were into their teens and or older. You know, we're like eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. So when you're eight, nine years old, you see, but you don't quite absorb it all. Right. You know, you got to get to about 12, 13, 14, and then it begins to click in. And, you know, I remember I remember him saying that, yeah, Nick's, Nick's away. Nick's away. And then the, away. And then the parents are like, you know, he went to join the Moonies. Okay. What's he? What's he hanging oh, around in the airport? Uh, Harry, hanging wasn't flowers? that the same time? It was uh, Harry Krishna's. Was around that same yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That sounds like what are you uh, passing flowers around at the airport? You know, Harry Krishna's. Uh, you know, same, same kind of. I remember going into New York City 
Back then, yes, you know how when they would be building buildings or remodeling, and they would put the the like the plywood in front, yes. and you could and you could peep through the yes. holes, and there was you know post no bills, but there was bills all over. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> coming to uh, Madison Square Garden on September fifteenth, the Reverend Sun Young Moon, and he would fill the place. Yeah, he would. Yeah, Holy he would. socks! It was just and even as a kid, I'm like, what is this guy? And they were all over the city. They were all over Midtown Manhattan. These, these, you know, eleven by sixteen, you know, you know, up anywhere anybody could put them. And it was just ridiculous. What was the cult? I don't know the name of it. It was the guy. He had gray hair, and they all killed themselves. And they had blankets over their bodies, and they had uh, Nike sneakers. The Branch Davidians. That yeah, no, them. Was it no, that? no, that, no, no, that, no. Branch Davidians that was, was, was that was that was Koresh. That was David Koresh. What a cookout. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, uh, I know who you mean. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, great guy. And then, yeah, and then and they were all going to go, go like had, out in space. Yeah, they all had Nike sneakers. Yeah. So when they found all the bodies, they were like all 20, in beds. They were like in bunk 22 beds. 22 years ago. Yeah, they were in bunk beds. Yep. And they had blankets over them, and yep. then they all had the same Nike sneakers. Yeah. And remember, they made like jokes about Nikes like for a while. Those yeah, jokes yeah, yeah, yeah. But I cannot remember the name of that cult. I can see the guy. I have to look I can, that up. I can, I can picture I mean, the guy. I can't too because he looked crazy. Remember how crazy he looked? Oh yeah. He looked like. Nuts, and his eyes were always wide open. Yeah, and yeah. the camera was always really close on his like face. Like Tom Gates of the Jets, yes. wide open. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. So it was, I remember that guy. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Wait, uh, coach with them crazy let me eyes. See if I can remember what that was called. I do not remember oh, what uh, I get, suicide Nike sneakers. I really don't know what else to. Master Nike tennis shoes. Yeah, that's a lot. To put that was that was so that was 1997. Heaven's Gate. That's it. Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. It was 1997 because about two and a half weeks before Jack was born, Amanda turned ten, and we had a we had a birthday party for yeah. her. And one of her one of her dopey friends kept making um making jokes about this. We're like, there okay, that's enough. There it is. Eek. Yeah. Yep. That was that's it. Right. 39 bodies dressed in identical black uniforms wow. lay dead in spacious San Diego, San Diego mansion. That's right. And they're all wearing those Nike shoes. Yep. Uh, black and white Nikes. You know, I have Nikes like that. Oh, my. Uh, oh, there, there he is. is. Yeah. <laughs> scary, remember? He was scary. Creepy dude. Oh, Spooky dude. <laughs> like, so people, like, did this. I mean, Creepy and so they dude. all looked, they all followed this guy. Yeah. They followed him. Well, that's like, that's not unlike that guy from Florida who, okay, on uh, January first, two thousand, the world's gonna end, and he put up billboards and the whole thing. Okay, okay, it's not, it didn't happen then, but on on uh, on on November something, two thousand eight, that's gonna be it, and it didn't happen then. Okay, 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 okay didn't happen then. Uh, on 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 July something or yeah, other, the world's uh, coming to an end. Two thousand fourteen, that's it. Last I checked, it's 2019, their sports shoes. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Heaven's Gate was an American UFO religious millenarian yeah. cult based near San Diego. I remember the, I remember the UFO situation. It was yeah. founded in 1974. Oh, my. Led by Marshall Applewhite right. and Bonnie Nettles. Ooh. I remember that. On March 26, 1997, members of the San Diego County Sheriff's Department discovered the bodies of 39 members of the group in a house in San Diego suburb of Rancho... Rancho Santa Fe. Massive. I think it's like three weeks later we had that party for Amanda and one of her dopey friends kept making these stupid jokes mm -hmm. and it was funny the first three times and it's like, okay, stop that. 
It's kind of it's just bizarre. <laughs> it and is. It just goes back to what we're talking about. Yeah. It's just like so weird. How do you people, how do you get hooked in? Hey, you got any ideas? Have you have you me. known people who have been, you know, lured, hooked in, um, escaped? Yeah, Ooh, I would love or, or to smartened have a, up I and just gotten the hell out. Wait, I need a guest who's been in a cult but escaped and is willing to talk about it. That's what I, I'd love to have one of the Nexium people on. Yeah, <gasps> Could you imagine? Since he just got found guilty. Oh, I'd love to have one of those women on. I'm going to find her. Her, them. I wonder someone. where they're missing. Them, there's someone. What? We know. We're going to find, I'm telling you. We're going to have someone you. on. I just found, I'm fascinated by no, it. No, seriously. I mean, like have, 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 has anybody out there, 609-807-2492, by the way. We're not tonight, like t- next time. Ten minutes left. Um, but For it, next week. Yeah, 609-807-2492. Write it down. We want to talk Do to a little you. research. Do you know... Are you related to? Are you neighbors with? Do you know or know of people who have been um, hoodwinked into some of these things and either A, have escaped, you know, when it was difficult, or, yeah. or B, you know, like uh, Leah Remini with, uh, with, with the... With the Christian uh, Scientology. Have just smartened up and gotten out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let us know. 609-807-24. That would be awesome. I want to know. I, I just so. I want yeah, to talk why not? to these people. Again, really, my, really my buddy's older brother with the Moonies, you know, 40 years ago. Like you would kill yourself over it? No. Or kill somebody else? Wrong, sir. Like like Charles Manson? Like I've I've got weird. no issue with going on to the next big adventure. I just I'm not I'm not yeah, inclined to so do it my, myself. You do it yourself. I'm not inclined to do it now. Uh you know, it's ultimately not up to me, but I mean I'm not I'm not participating in any of that garbage. I don't believe you. You're a liar. See, that's what I would say. Right. Someone came up to me and said, hey, I'm going to help you. I'd be like, no, no, you're a liar. You're a big, fat Lying liar. Hair. Phony baloney. Plastic banana, phony baloney, good time phony rock and roll, baloney. bevy of BS. You know right. that Gloria Vanderbilt died? Yes. Right. Okay, and done. <laughs> <laughs> she was like 95. Yes, yeah, she was up there. She was an yeah. icon. Yeah, and she lived a good life. Listen, you know, it's uh, you live a nice, good, long life. God bless. That's what I said. Oh, I agree. Um, but we didn't have any any celebrity deaths other than Gloria Vanderbilt. Not I don't that think I'm aware of. I'm sure there were some that we were aware but, of. Uh, nothing. But that was that was like the biggest story. I didn't. Usually, it comes in threes. So I'm just waiting for the other people. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! What's going on? Who's dying? Hey. Oh, you Who's feeling, dying? <laughs> oh man! I can buy those sneakers. Uh, <laughs> oh gee, no! Don't do it. I need to go to a comedy show. What do I do? Some more stand up. I got to do another stand up soon. What is that? Gonna I feel be? like I'm. I don't know now. I don't know. I got to check Villa Maria. Villa Maria. Yeah. I got to find out when uh, the next. Con- I got to do it. I'm or now I'm itching to stand do stand up again. Got to get a hold of uh, Dirty Cousin Curdy. Yes, Dirty Curdy. Well, he usually will invite me on the Facebook, but I haven't seen anything since the, there's been on two. the Facebook, kind of like. On the Facebook. The Google. There's uh, there's <laughs> been two. What was I looking at? Mr. Shotwell. Um, what was I just going to look up? Comedy Club. No. Film Before that. No. Before that. Uh, hot Dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was looking something up and then I, I digress. See what happens? I lose my train of thought. So I was looking up something. We we're talking about cults. And then we said, Squirrel. Cult. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> Dude, I heard a commercial the other day and it was a mother and her little kid. And she's like, What do you want for lunch? You want a banana? And she said, No. She goes, What do you want? She goes, 
apple. And I was dying. And I said, wait a second. That's <laughs> our apple. You say that all the time. I know, but I don't remember. Why did we say apple? I have no idea. Apple? It comes from something. I don't remember. Just I remember you always was saying it. Saturday Night Live? I, apple? I got nothing. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm losing it. <laughs> I'm seriously I'm losing <laughs> did it. Did you ever really have it? No. I know I didn't. Completely. No, I never. Almost. No, I never Almost. really. So, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, um, I'm 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 home, but I'm not. Frank and oh. I are going out to uh, Frankie. Frankie Cicino. Yo, Cicino. We're going to go out to Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania, to do the um, the dance. Uh, no, the uh, jig. The G E F A Championship game. Um, Jeff. We, uh, we have the Great Eastern Football Association. We are the guy who. Uh, videos and uh, broadcasts, so to speak, on YouTube, our Mammoth Rage games, um, we did a barter with him. Rather than paying cash, if uh, Frank and or myself can help him with other subsequent broadcasts, Howie Gaber is his name, Um, uh, Howie Gaber Sports Network. Uh, he's he's on he's on uh, YouTube and Facebook. Does a hell of a job. So you know it was going to be Frank's going to go out and help him do the broadcast. And I said, well, listen, if you you know you want to whittle down that barter balance, I'll take a ride, and we're going to go out there on Saturday and do the game. It'll be uh, it's a seven o'clock start, three hours away, and uh, we'll probably get home like one one thirty two o'clock till we you know get it all under our belts and that. And Sunday, I'm not doing squat. <laughs> well, you know it's going to rain all week because we live in Seattle, so... No, no, no. No, wrong. Yeah, Incorrect. it's raining all week. No. Yes, it is. Not t- tomorrow, and it'll be over. N- tomorrow and Friday. Wrong, sir. And then it's... Incorrect. Over Saturday. Circle gets the square. What, what are you looking at? Friday is going to be improving. Saturday is going to be nice, as is Sunday. What town are you looking at? I'm looking uh, from the... Uh, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. AccuWeather Forecast with Lee Goldberg. Now. What state? <laughs> Confusion, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know, because I heard it was going to rain all week long. Wrong. <laughs> nope. It's going to wrap up uh, tomorrow slash overnight into early, early Friday, and then we should be good to go. I am going to Freedom Fest at Mercer County Freedom Fest oh. with uh, my All friend right. Silvana Papa. Oh, Silvana's the best. I like her. I like Silvana. She's a good friend. She's a good egg. I agree. Beautiful so that's a Saturday. That's a Saturday. 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 Um, and Sunday, I don't think I'm doing anything except vegging. I'm going to binge watch some shows. Watch some Colts. I'll probably watch the ball game with my father. The ball game. Uh, if there's a race on, uh, we'll see about that as well. But uh, yeah, the Mets are on. Okay, Dad, very good. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just uh, binge watch some shows, uh, watch some movies. Uh, I really want to see the new Elton John film. Yes, that's out. I want to I want to check that out. Um, I love. They've been showing a lot of Elton John documentaries since that movie's been released, and of course. it's his life is pretty crazy. Oh yeah, it was, a, it was all was over the place. So, and I love, I love that him and Bernie Topin have been together writing this whole time. I think it's so cool the way they used to. He gives him the words, and then he writes the music to mm-hmm. it. But he gives him the words first. It's always in that order, which I didn't realize that. So Bernie Topin writes everything down, his own, and then just hands it to him, and then he puts the music to it. It's the coolest thing ever. It is. Is that the coolest it's thing ever? It's a good ever? symbiosis. It clearly has worked for, lo, these, what, 
four or five decades Oh my now. god, the music is so good. And then you watch and you hear the music and you're like, you realize like, I pretty much know every freaking song that's coming. I, I know every song. I know all the words. You got people like that um, who basically have helped to pretty much concoct, fabricate, orchestrate the, uh, the soundtrack of our lives. Oh, it is. You know what I mean? I mean, there for a while, Phil Collins was uh, was providing the soundtrack of our 1980s lives, if you think. Well, for me, hard. it was Billy Joel. Oh, and there's another oh, one. Billy there's Joel. another one. Billy Joel has also, since the early, mid, like, 73, I'm going to say-ish, has supplied uh, a good portion of the soundtrack of our lives. Um, and, and a bunch of the other groups, like me, you've got The Who, you've got The Rolling Stones, you know. The Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Um, you know, and, and uh, when Keith Richards' daughters pass, he'll inherit everything because um, he's never going to die. For, <laughs> no, it's the, the Brits, they live forever. I'm yeah, telling you, it's the Brits. Robert Plant is like, what, 100? How is he alive? <laughs> he's like, a plant. You I mean, I don't it. understand it. He's a plant. Like, how does Robert Plant still, how is he still alive? I don't know. He I just don't, is. I, it's crazy to me. Well, and, and them too. You know, Ozzy Osbourne. Led Zeppelin. He owned OD like five times. Well, he's still alive. But he's still, he's still with it. But like, again, Led Zeppelin and or Robert Plant and, and the various incarnations of his musicianship has, has supplied a sound, piece of the soundtrack of our lives. She packed my bags last night. We fly. What time? Zero hour, 9 a.m. Ah, see, this was a big one. This is beautiful. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying. Well, then turn it off a second. Okay. We gotta get going anyway. I know. I miss the girls so much. I miss my wife. Oh my god, I love it. All right, I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna listen to it uh, on the way home. All right. I love it. We could do that. And that's that. That's it. That's another, that. Uh, another, uh, you know, broadcast wonderfulness on the, uh, you know, uh, HamiltonRadio.net situation in the can. In the can. On its way to. The Radio Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Oh, thanks! Wow, I guess we're done. (laughs) See you next time on Real Time. Ruben! We are. Yeah, that was definitely Ruben. Thanks. Can I just say bye? (laughs) No, no, we're fine. Okay, don't worry, don't worry. I got nothing else to say. I got nothing else to say. Don't worry about the talent. It's okay. Bye, see you next time. And, and 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 see and you let it go it. too long again <laughs> it's over <laughs> holy crap oh that's funny